you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. And uh, Buck, man, we got a a fun episode today. We're going to take kind of a holistic view around the league here. Uh, I'm going to go with one rookie to watch for every single team. So all 32 teams, 32 rookies we'll have our eyes on as training camp gets kicked off here. So we're going to have some fun with that. But before we get there, it's breaking news, which I don't know that necessarily is, is either breaking or news, because I feel like on this podcast for the last several months, both of us have shared the exact same opinion on how this thing with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers was going to go down. And what do you know, Buck? We were right. I mean, look, man, I, I appreciate Aaron Rodgers creating um, offseason fodder for us to chew on and content to have a bunch of different conversations. But at the end of the day, it just turned out exactly how we thought it would turn out. He's going to go back to the Green Bay Packers <laughs> and play. At the end of the season, at the end of the season, there will be a decision made 
on whether Aaron Rodgers continues to be the quarterback or if they elevate Jordan Love, and away they go. And so I understand from an optics standpoint, this was something that Aaron Rodgers had to make it appear that he won the standoff. But DJ, nothing really happened because unless there's some significant money that gets moved around or an extension, which isn't going to be signed, the Packers are going to have to make this decision at the end of 2021 anyway, whether to either extend him and keep him or to hand the keys of the castle to Jordan Love. And so to me, it's all the same, but I worry about the chemistry and the culture of the locker room, because not only do you have Aaron Rodgers, you got Devontae Adams, you got Zaire Smith. You have a lot of guys who are trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And I just don't know if they can, if they're reading the book, I don't know if they can focus on chapter one when they're worrying about what's happening at the end of the book. I feel like this was the aspect of the latest CBA that went kind of underreported or underpaid attention to. I don't even know that's a phrase, but the fines are so heavy for not showing up that there's no there's there's no leverage for the player in these mm-hmm. situations where it used to be like I'll withhold my services and we'll we'll see a week three or four like fifty grand a day, dude. Like, nah, that ain't happening. No, it's it's not, and and I think that's what everyone has to understand. And they can't wipe those fines away. No. So it it used to be, oh, I'll hold out the fines. And then it'd be like, oh, we'll we'll wipe those away. Forgive them. They'll forgive them. Yeah. No, there's there's none of that. You have to pay back the fine money. The owners wanted to make sure that they eliminated basically the leverage that could be created from a holdout. And they've done that. And in knowing that, that is why you saw Deshaun Watson come to camp. That's why Aaron Rodgers is coming to camp. That's why Russell Wilson, after all of those things, here are my five destinations. He's right back with the Seattle Seahawks. See in August, Russ. Yeah, all of that that player empowerment stuff, it sounds nice, Mm -hmm. but there was nothing to it because none of the guys had the leverage to really force their way out of their situations. Yeah, it almost kind of reminds me of like as parents, like with your kids. Yes. I, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to school. I don't want to go to school tomorrow. Like, okay, oh, okay. Go, you been, get, get out of your system. Okay. Well, you feel better. But bus will pick you up at seven. <laughs> <laughs> feel better. Okay, good. Here, here yeah. we go. This is what we're going to do. We're going. Yeah. We're they're gonna, pow- yeah. Well, it's powerless. The players are we're powerless in the situation. So I, I tweeted out yesterday, uh, basically Green Bay had three options. So you tell me what was the better option. They could kind of, A, was remove the options to retain Rodgers following the season. So basically kind of acquiescing to him a little bit and saying, okay, we will agree this will kind of be our last run. You make a run at this year's Super Bowl, and then you, you trade him at that point in time. So that was kind of like their one option. The second option was trade him now for a package of picks, which to me never made any sense to do that now because you trade him to a team, that team's instantly going to become a good team, adding an MVP quarterback. Your picks stink. So you're not going to have top 10 picks. I don't care if you get three first rounders. They're going to be bottom of the first round picks. And then the last thing was, C, you call his bluff and you don't do anything. Just say, okay, well, you're going to show up because, or else you're not playing anywhere. And that's the kind of the option that we had talked about forever. Now, they gave some lip service to option A and sounding like he can, you know, but I never saw anything concrete that said they signed an agreement that that stated, did you ever Mm. see, I didn't see that come out, that that was formalized, that he was going to be able to get out after this year. Theorized, yes, but nothing formalized. Nothing nothing formalized at all. And so people were like, oh, this wasn't about the money, it was about the power, and it wasn't about the power, it was about the freedom. I was like, well, well, freedom is power, because you have the 
power to do whatever it is that you want to do. You're in control of your own thing. That's the freedom that you have. You're empowered because you're free to make the decisions that you want to make. And so to me, I don't think he gained any power. I think maybe they have to have an upfront conversation so he knows here's where we are. But look, from a semantic standpoint, hey, Aaron Rodgers won. Yay. But from a, 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 a realistic point of view, the Packers didn't give up anything that they didn't want to give. And they also didn't upset the apple cart when it came to their culture and how they handle and operate with players. You sign a contract, you honor the contract. We have the power, we retain the right. So yeah, look, it, it may make them feel better, but I think it, it probably creates even more because Aaron Rodgers is going to have to have a press conference and talk about this and how he handles this will set the stage for how the season goes. Cause this is going to continue to come up because now everyone is talking about all oh, the last dance, this and that. Yeah, but the difference with the Bulls, the Bulls were winning titles, multiple titles. Mm. Packers have won one title with Aaron Rodgers, and that was a long time ago. So I don't know how this is the quote-unquote last dance when you don't have any banners to hang. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, that's the last. You got to first dance before you have the last dance. <laughs> I mean, what are, we, what are we doing? We're not even a dynasty. Like, what, what are we talking about? Like. And they, they, they haven't danced in a long time. <laughs> they haven't danced in a long time. And they're not the favorites to win in the NFC. No. If anybody's well, last dancing, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Nabil is just, just putting on there. I still remember that dance. Nabil, you were in diapers when they won that Super Bowl. What are you even, talking about? He doesn't, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even know. He probably he probably had to go to bed at halftime. It was probably yeah. too late for him. Yeah, you, you might be right. I was in high Sure, you were in high school. Yeah, sure, you probably were. Probably a freshman. Yeah. Freshman, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Buck, let's jump into these rookies here. We've got 32 teams, 32 rookies, uh, one per team that we're looking forward to. So we kind of rip through these. Um, but, I, you know, it could have been easy just to, to scratch down all the first-round picks. I tried not to do that. I know you're in the same boat here trying to find some intriguing ones, but some of them you can't get away from. Like, the, I mean, the first-round pick is the guy. Like, that's who we want to see. I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of hard because the first-round pick is really, really important for yeah. a lot of them in yeah. these situations, for sure. All right, I'll, I'll uh, kick us off here. Let's go NFC East, and we'll go uh, NFC East to AFC East, and we'll kind of just uh, go back and forth here. So Dallas Cowboys starting us off. I, mean, I don't know if you, you know if you've been out there yet. Have you been out yeah, there to Cowboy I've been Camp? Yeah, couple, couple, couple times. Yeah. Okay, so you can answer this better than I can. I, I just put Micah Parsons because you know reading and seeing little clips, not being there live like you were, but seeing them move him around—that's fascinating to me. DJ, um, I will tell you this. He's as good as advertised. One of their um, top scouts came to me and said, man, he's even better than we imagined. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets it, the athleticism, the explosiveness you see. But they said, we've really been impressed with the IQ. He understands the game at a higher level. And one little tidbit that leads me to believe that he's going to have a major role playing a bunch of different spots. Every day after practice for 10 minutes, he goes one-on-one with DQ, Dan Quinn, and mm-hmm. they're working on pass rush moves. And in some of these packages – you see Micah on the edge, hand in dirt, standing up. They're trying to find a way to really maximize what it can be. But also, not only him, but Jalen Smith is also putting his hand in the dirt, coming off the edge sometimes. So there's some flexibility in this in his defense. Michael Parsons is going to play a huge role for the Cowboys. No, I love that. He's my person to watch there for Dallas. We go to the Giants. I'm going to stay on the defensive front. I'm going to go with their fourth-round pick in Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa, who was – 
ultra productive. You know, remember they didn't really have a season this last year, but you go back to 2019, uh, double digit sacks. He's long, kind of reminded me of Max Crosby a little bit coming out of the draft. Um, so fourth rounder there with the Giants, Joe Judge, trying to get some more pass rush up front. I think he'll be intriguing. And, you know, they got Aziz Ojolari a little bit earlier in the draft out of Georgia. But I'm actually maybe more intrigued to see what Ellerson Smith looks like just with his uh, his size, length, and, and production that he had there at a lower level. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I think it's important for them to get hit the ground running. They have to be able to find a way to jumpstart it because this team is very competitive. I love how hard they play but they just needed more players in the offseason. The draft gave them a couple guys that should be immediate contributors. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. All right, Philadelphia Eagles, Slim Reaper, go first round pick here, Devontae Smith. I'm just excited to see how he translates because we, we talked so much about him in the run up to the draft. And the whole thing was, can you be, you know, is he strong enough? You know, how, how much does your frame matter? Um, you know, we, we looked at the comparison game. I think I had Isaac Bruce, Keenan McCardle were, mm-hmm. were different ones that were thrown out there. Um, but all, all accounts from the guys I talked to in Philadelphia, he's been a total pro, as you can imagine. Um, coming off the career he had there at Alabama, he's picked things up and jumped right in. He's got his former teammate, Jalen Hurts, throwing him passes. So um, he's intriguing for me, the first round pick there for the Eagles. Hey, he's a big time player. And the biggest thing for me always was the size and how he's going to handle it. But when you watch the clips and you see him run around, he continues to do what he did at college. He gets open, he creates separation. And the chemistry and the connection that he already has with uh, Jalen Hurts bodes well for the Eagles to be able to get off to a fast start with this offense under Nick Sirianni. All right, last one here in the NFC East, and I'll hand it over to you. Uh, Washington football team, I went with your tar here. I went with Diami Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, I think it's going to be a big year for Scary Terry. We talked about that on the previous episode, but I think McLaurin's going to have a huge year with Fitzpatrick putting the ball up a bunch. Uh, going to come with some turnovers. That, that's going to come with it, but I think Diami Brown adding some of that vertical speed uh, to go along with what you, what you have on the inside there with Curtis Samuel. That's an intriguing offense they've put together. Like the offense, I mean, they have the ability to really play f- fast break offense. Now they can they can get everybody out. They can put the defense on its heels with the speed that they have on the perimeter. Antonio Gibson in year two at running back, one of those hybrid players that can make it happen as a runner or receiver out of the backfield. They have some weapons. To me, it ultimately comes down to Ryan Fitzpatrick, and if he's a double agent for the Washington football team, where he plays a little bit for the Washington football team, a little bit for the other team, and how can he manage his turnovers? If he keeps the turnovers down, they go win a lot of games. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to run up numbers on both sides of that scoreboard, right? So that's uh, that's something that Fitzy's done. All right, hand it over to you, AFC East. AFC East, I'm going to go with my old team, the Buffalo Bills, and I think this is an interesting one because I think it's we're going to split the baby. Uh, Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham, to me, is okay. two for one. Okay. They need an – up. They needed to upgrade the pass rush for them to get past the top teams in the conference. They have to be able to knock the quarterback down without committing extra bodies to the rush. So if Greg Rousseau or Boogie Basham can emerge as a viable option off the edge, it really upgrades them. It helps them. It gives them a chance because I expect Josh Allen to continue to be terrific. 
I'm excited to see what Greg Russo looks like carrying the extra weight. Last we saw him playing on the field before the opt-out season at Miami, he was much lighter. So put on that weight. Um, anxious to see how he carries that as we get to the field here. Who's next? The Miami Dolphins. How about Jalen Waddle? Um, as much as we can talk about uh, the pressure on this offense to get going on a Tua Tagovailoa, I think it's on the, the weapons around him to make sure they make the job easy for Tua. The relationship that Waddle has with Tua should help them. Waddle has some speed and some get down. Then when you think about Will Fuller, uh, Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki on the inside, they have a nice uh, re- receiver core around them. Now it's about playing pitch and catch. Can they get it done? I think what Waddle emerges quickly as the number one option in that offense. Yeah, I'm excited to see, too, another rookie there, Liam Eikenberg, where they play mm-hmm. him and how his role develops. A lot of young offensive linemen. If this Miami team's going to be good, they need this collection of first- and second-year offensive linemen to develop. Um, all right, who we got next? Well, with the Patriots, it's all about Mac Jones. And I know we want to find guys outside the first round, but Mac Jones yeah. having a real competition with Cam Newton and others is intriguing to me because the one thing that I worried about when Mac Jones made his way to the league, how is he going to fare without that – fortress of an offensive line in front of him in Alabama and without the huge advantages that they had in the passing game with those wide receivers we'll see because the Patriots even though they upgraded they still don't have I would say superior personnel on the outside particularly a wide receiver is Mac Jones good enough with his his anticipation and accuracy to help his guys win when they may not have the physical skills to create the level of separation that he's used to seeing when he was at Alabama yeah, I haven't seen the schedule yet to see uh, what their setup is with the Patriots and and maybe some joint practices. They usually do that. I would imagine they're doing some of that. But that's going to be fascinating to me to see that quarterback competition there. Uh, see what Cam looks like. See if he gets his uh, his arm healthy and, and he's ready to roll. That's going to be a fun one. You talk about can't be any more opposite than those two uh, in terms of skill sets. Uh, completely opposite. So that'll be fascinating to watch. Yeah, it will be a fascinating thing to watch. Let me get to the New York Jets. It's about the quarterback. Um, I mean, they've been looking for the next guy since Broadway Joe moved on. And maybe Zach Wilson is the guy. The confidence is certainly there. The swag that he brings, uh, the gunslinger abilities that he also has been able to showcase during his time at BYU. Man, it, it should upgrade this offense. And then another rookie, Elijah Moore, should help him, man, because Elijah Moore was one of the best route runners and playmakers that we saw in the draft class. Zach Wilson has some people to throw to. They still need to give him more. But, man, I like what they've done to the offensive line. Let's see what Zach Wilson does his first year in New York. Yeah, no, that's that's the that's the marquee name there. It's a, it's a really deep rookie class there for the Jets. They need a lot of those guys to get on the field. Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, you, you mentioned Elijah Moore. This, it, Michael Carter is going to get in the mix there at running backs. So a lot of those young guys are going to have to play. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's keep it scooting here. Let's get to the NFC North. Um, I mean, I feel like we just went quarterback, quarterback, and I got to follow it up with another one. We just happened to land in this order, but Justin Fields with the Bears. I mean, it's it's going to be must see TV. Um, it's going to bring some electricity and excitement uh, when he gets out there in practice, and we'll see it. I think I said this previously, Buck. He's going to be the preseason MVP because mm-hmm. he's going to get a lot of a lot of action. There's not going to be a ton of starters around the league playing in the preseason. So Justin Fields is just going to – he's going to put on a show. And it's going to make it – I think it'll make things a little bit uncomfortable in Chicago because I feel like they want to go with Andy Dalton and, and let that kind of run its course. There's familiarity there with Andy Dalton. When you look at the coaching staff, um, he's going to make it hard on him, I think, man, because I think he's going to tear it up in the preseason. 
Well, I think their job should be to make sure that he is able to make it hard on them to make a decision by putting him in a situation where they throw a lot at him and allow him to get comfortable being the QB1 for this team. Their future is tied into Justin Fields playing at a high level. The athleticism, the two-way ability, or the dual threat ability that he brings to the table changes the way the defenses will face them. I'm excited to see him. And if they get the contributions that I would expect them to get from David Montgomery, who averaged the fourth most carries per game, if they get that part of the running game going, Justin Fields is going to have a big year as a rookie. I'm going to combine these next two teams because the two players I thought were so similar in the draft process. And then here we have them going back to back here. The Detroit Lions taking Amon Ross St. Brown from USC. Mm-hmm. And then you had the Green Bay Packers taking Amari Rodgers out of Clemson. So uh, Amon Ross St. Brown went in the fourth round. Uh, Amari Rodgers went in the third round. I feel like they're the same type of build. They're both those slots that actually saw some time in the backfield. You can use them in those areas. They're really, really tough, strong players, can work in the middle of the field. Uh, they're tough, physical, after the catch. And I think especially when you look at um, at Amon Ross St. Brown with Detroit, he's going to get a lot of opportunities to, to make plays there, get on the field and be impactful. I know the Packer fans forever have lamented the fact that they don't take receivers high in the draft, but they do, as you know, have a tremendous track record of finding guys outside the first round that are really good players, including uh, a guy who – you know, it might be the best in the business right now. So uh, I, I'm excited to see how they fit in Amari Rodgers, maybe give him a little run in the backfield as well. Yeah, I'm excited about both of these guys because both of these guys are really, really uh, proven products in the slot. You know exactly what you're getting when you put them on the field and when you throw them to rock. Uh, Amari Rodgers and Amari St. Brown are fantastic creating space and separation in tight quarters, do a great job of catching the ball and making things happen with the ball in their hands. And their IQ gives them an opportunity to, I believe, play multiple spots within each of those offenses. Both, I mean, I would expect each guy to have the opportunity to have big days, even though Detroit might be a little different because they could be chasing points. So the numbers may be skewed a little bit uh, in Amara's St. Brown's favor. Yeah, there you go. Uh, last one here in the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings, a little bit off script here. Uh, defensive end Patrick Jones, third round pick out of Pitt was somebody that I, I just want to see him because he's somebody I was very high on through the tape. And then as you went through the senior bowl, I did not think he had a great week there. Didn't think he worked out very well. So I allowed kind of the, the off-season stuff to impact my uh, ranking on him and kind of slid him down a little bit personally on my list. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see. It's always good case studies when you can see these guys. And if something changed in your evaluation, I want to put my eyes on him and see see how that all works out. Yeah, this, look, it's all about trying to figure out which guy's going to show up there. So we'll see. Will it be the guy that was a little disappointing and underwhelming at the off game or the guy that we saw for most of his time? Yep. All right, let's uh, kick it back over to you here, AFC North. So AFC North, man, we talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. It's all about Jamar Chase and trying to create this chemistry, that recreate the chemistry that he had with Joe Burrow down at LSU. Jamar Chase is a man amongst boys at a collegiate level. His route running ability, his playmaking ability – adds to a wide receiver core that is already pretty good with Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. I like what this could mean. I think if you're the Bengals, if I'm a fantasy player, man, I may push the chips in the center of the table on Joe Burrow because I think he's going to have a ton of yardage throwing the ball all over. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. 
I think a lot of pressure on Jackson Carmen too, um, their offensive lineman, because that was that whole choice, right? You go receiver or offensive line the first round. They went receiver first, came back with an offensive lineman and two, maybe not the one we thought uh, in mm-hmm. Jackson Carmen, but he's got to get on the field and play. So that, that's a lot of pressure on him. How about Cleveland? You know, Cleveland, I'm going to go with the corner, Greg Newsom, because JOK, Osu um, Cormore, we don't know when he's going to get back on the field after dealing with some issues, but – Greg Newsom gives them an opportunity to get ready to play. They've been trying to fill this position opposite Denzel Ward for a while. Greedy Williams, they brought in to try to do it with him. They try to do it with some veteran guys. Let's see if Greg Newsom can do it, get it done. I love his toolbox because he has everything that you need for any situation. He should be a fantastic player in this in this defense. Yeah, smooth mover. All right, how about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, Najee Harris is everything. And I know there was a lot of consternation about the Pittsburgh Steelers taking a running back in the first round, but I believe Najee gives them what they've been missing since Lev Bell walked out the door. Uh, Najee Harris can play the hybrid role. He can be an RB1 and a wide receiver too. He has displayed those talents previously. You can see and hear the buzz coming out of Pittsburgh. Everybody is like, oh, yeah, he has the goods. Yeah, I don't worry about him. I worry about the five dudes in front of him. That's that's my concern there in Pittsburgh. We'll see how that all how that all unfolds. All right, what, who we got next? Here we go, the Baltimore Ravens. How about Rashad Bateman, pass catcher, playmaker? He is going to really have an opportunity to make a huge impact in the passing game. I like Hollywood Brown, but Holly, Hollywood is small, so I wonder mm-hmm. if Lamar Jackson can find him down the hill, down the field. Rashad Bateman isn't a, 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 a supersize wide receiver, but he plays big on the perimeter. I like his toughness and physicality. I think he fits into the culture of the Ravens. I also like Tylen Wallace. Keep an eye on both of their young guys because they have to play the young guys because that's the only way they can attract people. Yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm with you on that. I think with Tylen Wallace, we've seen that in the past. Sometimes the Ravens, when they double up on these uh, positions, sometimes it's not the one that's the first one that gets picked that ends up being the dude. So uh, let's keep an eye on Tylen Wallace there as well. All right, that wraps up the AFC North. Let's get to the NFC South. Atlanta Falcons, I mean, I can look at other names, Buck, but it's Kyle Pitts. I mean, Mm -hmm. we talked about being, for me, he's the highest-rated tight end that I've ever evaluated coming out of college, so the expectations are extremely high. I know what the numbers say, that rookie tight ends traditionally don't have big impacts. Um, I just I don't see how this kid doesn't have a big-time impact. He's a special, special talent. I mean, he's a special talent, even more it's pressure on him because they did move on from Julio Jones. So now we expect Kyle Pitts to be a look a, a credible threat opposite Calvin Ridley. In fact, there should be some debate on whether who's Batman and who's Robin based on the things that we've talked about, we've seen, and we project from Kyle Pitts. Big time move. I, I want to see what Arthur Smith has in his bag to help a, a tight end get loose. But Kyle Pitts has all the tools to be a guy that is a difference maker. And that's why we talk about guys looking forward to watching. It's not just watching the player. It's watching the role. How are they going to use him? How are they going to incorporate him in the offense? It's going to be fun. All right, the Saints. I'm going to go third round Paulson Adebo out of Stanford. Mm-hmm. Somebody as a young player at Stanford was ultra productive and, and, and got a lot of headlines and juice. Then he has kind of a down year, um, a couple bad games. Remember we talked about Gabriel Davis tore him up mm-hmm. in uh, 2019 in the UCF game. Gabriel Davis now with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 2020, you don't see him, right? So opt out, doesn't play. And then he tears up the spring, has a phenomenal pro day at Stanford, was impressive with teams when they met with him through the process. So here he goes, third round to the New Orleans Saints. So the ability is there. Um, just, got again, like we said a little bit earlier, which guy are you going to get? Yeah, which guy you can get? How does he shake off the rust? It's been a while since he's actually played. So we'll see. But he does have 
the, he checks off the boxes that you look for. Height, weight, speed, size, athleticism. He has all that. And that's about dusting it off and can he play and how quickly can he get back to playing at the level that we saw him play at. Well, we look at the Super Bowl champs, Tampa, and you try and find needs on this roster. It's difficult. Jason Light's built a built a champion, and they are loaded across the board. So Joe Tryon, their first-round pick, um, how they kind of incorporate him, work him in. He's got the ideal physique that you want to have to play that position. He's long. He's very athletic. He's got some snap. Um, and I just kind of roll him in, rotate him in with their depth they have there at end. So he's one I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, no, I think he's worthy of keeping an eye on. Big-time player. We, we, we can see – how they're stacking and, and, and building this thing with Tom Brady and maybe his swan song, maybe if they go back-to-back, well, who knows? Uh, yeah, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are an intriguing team, and some of the young guys are going to have to fight and claw just to get minutes, any kind of minutes on this roster. All right, last one here in the NFC South. Carolina Panthers, one of my favorite players in last year's draft, and that is Tommy Tremble, uh, tight end out of Notre Dame. He's one of the best blockers that you'll see. Really kind of fits the profile and similar uh, similarity there to George Kittle when he was coming out of Iowa. Not a ton of production, but you have elite athleticism combined with incredible innate toughness. So um, he's a very fascinating one. And, Buck, if he if he becomes a great player, then I want the whole entire song and video to be remade. <laughs> Tommy Tremble, yeah. Tommy <laughs> Tremble, a man, a human in flesh, uh, but not for uh-oh. long. I mean, we could just oh take Mr. Wendell and just change every word oh of the whole song, gosh. and then off we go. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> That's just easy. It's got to be done. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, I mean, I dig it. I like it. It's intriguing. It's it's nice. It's a nice. Uh, but he is a good player. He does. Have you ever changed a channel? Do. Have you ever? When Mister Wendell comes on the radio, have, it's impossible to change a channel. You can't because it just makes you. It's a it sad story, but yet it makes you feel good. It just makes you smile, and so you have to yeah. continue to do it. All yeah. right. Well, I'm gonna continue to do it. I'm gonna continue Keep to do going. these these picks. Let's go AFC South. I'm gonna start out with the Tennessee Titans, and I think it starts up front. Dylan Radens has to be a guy that plays and plays well for the Titans on the edges. This offensive line needs to get going. They always have to be able to control the trenches and own time of possession and really pave the way for Derrick Henry to do what he does. So, yeah, I'm, I got my eyes squarely affixed on him to see what he does. He's, he's able to crack the rotation. Yeah, good opportunity for him. Good football player. All right, Indy. All right, so we go to Indianapolis. How about Quiddy Pay? Speed, tempo, off the edge. This is a team that wants to play hard. They want to beat you up with their speed and toughness and physicality. Quiddy Pay has all of that. And we can talk about the sack production or the lack thereof, but when you watch him on tape, man, the explosive traits, the urgency, all of that fits Eberflus' defense. He could be a guy that we look back and wonder, man, how did Quiddy Pay end up with 10 sacks right at the gate? Yeah, Chris Ballard has always valued traits and been a big uh, traits guy when he comes to the draft. And Quiddy Pay, you get the traits, then you also get the character that comes along with that. A fantastic kid. So uh, excited to see him. Well, there's a lot of options in Jacksonville, but I think I have an idea where you're going. Oh, man, we can go right at the top. Let's go to Trevor Lawrence and see what Trevor Lawrence is able to do. This is the franchise quarterback that the Jaguars have never been able to get. People have talked about him being a generational talent, a once of a lifetime QB1. Well, now he's in Jacksonville, the Jaguars have to build this team around him. Urban Meyer making the jump from college to the pros. It appears to be a perfect storm. Let's see what kind of storm swirls over top of uh, T.I. High Bank Stadium because this could be a could be a different could be a different I think, deal. I think we are going to be talking a lot of Jags on Move the Sticks this fall. 
Buck's going to be working with them. Uh, I'm going to chance to see them this uh, this coming weekend to get my eyes on them. We have been fascinated to see how Urban Meyer is going to translate to the next level. All these rookies, it's going to be a team. I think a lot of a lot of people we can pay attention to Jags here for the first time in a, in a few years. So excited about that. Uh, finish it up here in this division with the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans were a tough one because I didn't know everyone is talking about Davis Mills, but I'm like, well, Deshaun Watson showed up, and we know <laughs> who gets to the back of the line when it comes to the reps. If he, he's there, he might as well play him. How about Nico Collins? Nico Collins, a wide receiver. Big frame, good athleticism, has the ability to win the 50-50 balls. When you think about these wide receivers, that wide receiver core, you need to if, – if Sean Watson's going to be playing there, especially in the immediate future, who is going to be pass catch? Maybe Nico Collins emerges. Yeah, I like that. Nico Collins, man, power forward. That's what you want him look like getting off the bus, that's for sure. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's get to uh, the L.A. Rams. We're going to the NFC West. I'll keep my music theme going, Buck, because if this player hits, and right now, right now I think he's on the COVID list, so hopefully he gets healthy and gets better and gets back out there. But if this player hits, it'll be the best thing in the last 10 years, 15 years, that's ever happened to the Quad City DJs. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> if 2-2 Atwell hits, that's all you're going to hear is, come on, ride that train and ride it 2-2. Two, two. I mean, just, just change the words and then, and then off you go. I mean, it's, it's too good to be true. I mean, that definitely is too good to be true. I dig it, though. Speed. Speed. They wanted some speed in that offense. They got it there with Tutu Atwell. Although 155 pounds. I remember during the draft process, the guy had told you that, that he you know was listed at like 170. Then he showed up at, at his like 165 at his pro day. or, or And then his recheck, he was like at, in the 150s or whatever the weights were. It just kept going down and down and down. And I was talking with somebody in the league. I'm like, dude, I really like this guy. I just want to make sure he's not melting. Uh, (laughs) all right let's go uh arizona cardinals uh stick with that second round speed because they went out and got rondell moore in the second round out of purdue um five seven but just a a piece of muscle the comparison for me was actually darren sproles just in watching how he moved and kind of how strong he was with the ball in his hands so um they've been trying to find that guy um, I think they've swung and missed a little bit there buck i think their hope is that rondell moore is going to give them what they want there out of the slot yeah, I mean, look, when, when, when I look at this team and, and Rondell Moore and how he fits in and what they want to put around DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green and Christian Kirk, he has to play a role because they need someone who can turn these two- and three-yard plays into 10- and 15-yard games. Rondell Moore has, and he's shown it when he's healthy. Let's see if he can get him to the starting line. Yeah, get him a little jet sweep, fly sweep stuff, and have some fun. Um, okay, next one's easy. Niners, Trey Lance. As we're recording, this still hasn't signed yet. I would imagine that's coming here pretty soon. Um, but can he push Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, is it going to be a situation where he's got to wait it out and see if Jimmy gets hurt before he gets in the lineup? Are they going to sprinkle him in? Um, or is there a re- legit competition? He's got a chance to go in there and take this job. So I'm fascinated to see how quickly it all comes together for Trey Lance because once it does – that offense with Kyle Shanahan is going to open up some doors we haven't seen before. Yeah, it absolutely is going to open up some doors. We'll see um, an offense that I believe has some of the tenants that we saw with the Washington football team when he was the offensive coordinator and RG3 was a quarterback, plus what they traditionally do. That's a scary proposition for defenses around the league. All right, Seattle, I was looking at – do you remember – Seattle had three picks. <laughs> like li- like literally, literally, if you said, who do you want to talk about, we could do rock, paper, scissors. Like – Three options of who your favorite pick was. I went Dwayne Eskridge, second round. 
big time speed, one of the best gunners uh, that I've seen come into the draft in a long time. So you watch him cover punts. That shows you his toughness, competitiveness. He's played some corner as well. Um, but again, adding some speed there to the mix with Seattle, with the wide receiver group, with Metcalf and Lockett. I mean, just the uh, the rich get richer with uh, with some playmakers. Yeah, the rich do certainly get richer with the playmakers. And then when I just think about this team and the structure of the offense, new offense coordinator, Russell Wilson being back and evidently playing nice with Pete Carroll. I don't know if the rookies really make a difference because now you have number three seeming like he's very, very happy and everything is is is, is back to business in the Pacific Northwest. I'm just reading the lyrics, by the way, uh, circling back. We're going to rock. Oh, Lord, just just jump aboard, baby. Go get your next <laughs> kin, your sister and your friend. Pack it up now. Choo-choo, right on this. Choo-choo. I mean, it's just you just take the tutus, drop them in for the choo-choos, and I think you got yourself <laughs> a hit there. That's free marketing for the Rams. Okay, oh, let's go AFC West. AFC West, let's start out with the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to go to Tar Heel, Javante Williams. At running back. And the reason why you don't know what you necessarily have at quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, whichever guy wins the competition, you certainly don't want to put it all on them. Javante Williams has a chance to really make a great impact as either a starter or a change of pace rotational player in the backfield. You have Melvin Gordon there, but man, when we see Javante Williams, he runs angry. He has quick feet. He can catch the ball out the backfield. He does a lot. He has layers and dimensions to an offense that has been pretty stagnant for a while. Yeah, I think Nick Chubb was the was the comparison to people that have been around both those guys. Maybe not quite the top speed uh, of Chubb, but uh, in terms of game speed, but man, he is a really good football player. Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna go down the line. How about Noah Gray, tied in from Duke, potentially ah, being a guy that can add like a that. compliment a complimentary element to the passing game. We always think about this team in eleven personnel. One back, one tight end, three wide receivers. What if they do a little 12 personnel with a guy who I believe can displace and do some wide out like things that we've seen? So no grades one I would keep my eye on. All right. That's a good one. Raiders. Raiders. How about Trevor Murray from uh, TCU? They need to really fix this defense. He comes down. He can play in the box. He's a really, a I thought, one of the best slot cover safeties that we can do. Meaning line up, play the wide receiver from the slot. Footwork, quickness, does all of that, gives them options. You obviously know Gus Bradley's defense. They want to kind of yeah. keep it simple. They want to go from uh, a little traditional spot drop zone to a little man. Trevor Murray certainly helps them. Yeah, that was an interesting draft. Remember, we I know personally I thought he would go on round one. He didn't. I thought Leatherwood would go on round two. He didn't. But they went to the same team and just flipped places. So I'll be curious to watch both those guys and how they develop there for the Raiders. How about the uh, the fighting Los Angeles Chargers here? How about Asante Samuel Jr.? Ooh, um, yeah, nice. When I think about when I think about this defense and how they're able to rock and roll and get it going, it's just having another corner that can be a playmaker wherever he plays. Whether they elect to use him as a nickel corner, he starts on the outside. He's a playmaker, and if you want to improve your ability to get takeaways and turnovers, you have to have guys that can take it away. Asante Samuel certainly can take the ball away. Yep, and uh, we just talked about the Raiders. Casey Hayward goes to the Raiders. He gets a chance to go to the Chargers, can take over that role uh, in that new defense there with Coach Staley. So th- there you go. That's 32 rookies for 32 teams. Um, that was fun, man. It's it's a good exercise because you kind of go through the summer, you almost forget where some of these guys landed. I know. So, so many names, so much conversation about anything and everything. Aaron Rodgers dominated conversation, so he prevented us from being able to focus on other guys because 
We're trying to figure out if he's going to get on the plane or not. He's vacationing. So now we had a chance to dig into the rookies. So I'm excited. Camp is officially underway for everybody. This should be a lot. It should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this year to see how it all plays out. And I want to encourage everybody, uh, Saturday, July 31st, um, 31 of 32 teams are going to be holding practices. It's going to be called Back Together Saturday for training camp coverage. NFL Network, we're going to have wall-to-wall coverage from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific that night. So all day long, uh, we've got you covered there on NFL Network. Where are you, where are you going to be at, Buck? You in Cleveland? Yeah, I'm in Cleveland. I'm going to see the okay. fighting Bakers. I'm going to see if Baker okay. Mayfield will talk to me. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, that crew, man. A team that has been pegged as a dark horse Super Bowl contender. Man, let's see what it looks like. Yeah, I'll be out there with the Chargers with uh, with our buddy Matt Money Smith. So we'll be uh, we'll be representing there. And again, we'll have your coverage NFL Network wall to wall all day long. So be sure to check that out. In the meantime, appreciate you guys hanging with us today. All of our videos, NFL.com slash MTS video. You can find it there. We appreciate you listening. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. 
Facebook on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.